He's done it. Yeah, what a shot. This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to what I would like to call your favorite uh, place to get all kinds of sports updates. Uh, if it's not your favorite, then it's pretty much uh, a good place to get your uh, sports updates. So yeah, it's just sports. And it's a great day because uh, my very good friend, Mr. Puri, has just uh, turned uh, 40. He's on the wild side. So it's a great day to record the podcast. Mr. Puri, happy birthday. Thank you very much. So all you guys out there, Mr. Puri, even though on his Twitter handle it looks like 25, he's actually 40. So uh, let's just get realistic about it. And like I promised him, I will be kind to him. So we will be discussing football. We will be discussing cricket. But let's start with football. So Mr. Puri, why don't you start with football? Like I said, I will be kind to you. So I will let you take the lead on it. Um, yeah, sure. Interesting weekend. I think uh, pretty clear uh, that everybody uh, sees the early front runners for the title are the two Manchester sides. Manchester City that I think have spent the most money in the transfer market um, and they've got the best squad in the league. And uh, I think that's beginning to play. But I think United have bought the best. So I think Jose has really got the guys that he wanted in the team and you know, you can see that they they are clicking, they understand the style of football that both the managers want to play, and the results are coming. No, but I think City, I think, you know, with City, I think, well, they're looking lethal. The, the word that I would like to use is lethal, because it's almost like demolishing right now. You know, I don't know how they will continue with the same pace and the same intensity. Yeah. Because I mean, the Premier League is a tough, tough one. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think that, you know, there are some circumstances, obviously. Look, they beat Liverpool 5-0, and I'm still sulking about it. Um, but Liverpool had a man sent off. Up until then, the game was fairly even. And, uh, you know, on the weekend, I mean, Watford just, you know, just absolutely fell apart. So, yes, City, there's no doubt that City are, are good. And, they, they you know, they, they played really well in the Champions League as well in the midweek. But for me, United look really solid. Um, they look a solid, solid side. But there was, you know, I mean, even though I would not like to admit it, but there was something missing without Pogba. You I know, agree. But, there was, but you without know, Pogba, it just seemed that, that that extra, you know, zing that the attack had. They, it, was, it, did, it didn't have the same intensity that, you they, know, the Herreras or the Fellaini's or... They, they certainly did not play very well against Everton. I don't think there's a, there's a question of that. But... I mean, the four, line, the four think, score was flattering. I, I do think that you need, you know, other teams need to be very concerned when Man United don't play well and still beat teams 4-0. There is an attitude about a Jose side. And I am calling United a Jose side because that's what I think they are. They're a Jose side. That means that they just don't give up. They are extremely resilient. And the most important thing about a Jose side, they don't concede goals. And that is what, if Jose Mourinho is sitting there in Old Trafford right now, what he must be most pleased about right now is the fact is that his he defense, is that his defense has bled in two goals in five games. And that, I think, is... Because that's the cornerstone of what he builds his sides around. I completely agree with you. So I think the signs are pretty clear that I think Chelsea is just not clicking together. You know, there is something wrong over there. It's not coming together but Chelsea, the, way, the way Conte probably wants them no, to. No, absolutely. You know? yeah. Chelsea versus Arsenal was possibly the most surprising result of, exactly. of the weekend. I mean, you had predicted that they would maul them. I absolutely thought that Chelsea would maul Arsenal. But Arsenal came out and played really well. I thought they played really, really well. They were they were everything that they were not against Liverpool. And I just think that, you know what, the, the thing about Chelsea that people are not, or maybe people are noticing, and I've noticed for sure, Raul, is the fact that their defence doesn't look as solid. 
As no, they is. don't. They don't. don't. It's, and, it's and a little bit all over the place. It is. And, you know, it will be because, you know, one of their centre-backs is David Luiz and, you know, he's a little all over the place. But where Chelsea They're really have for sure. Yeah, and Gary Cahill is, without doubt, the most overrated centre-back in the world. He is awful. Every time I see him, he is awful. But the other thing about Chelsea that is quite worrying is that when their two wing-backs go forward... They, they really struggle. And Arsenal found so much joy and so using much space. space. It was yeah, unreal. Arsenal found so much joy using the space down and the That flanks. was also at Stamford Bridge. Absolutely. Which is not a wide and, pitch. And Arsenal... If they go to Anfield or they go to Emirates or they go to Old Trafford, yeah. which are like wide pitches, it's and, going to be a problem. And, and Arsenal, in fact, will come away from that game with Chelsea. And I know there's, there's, a, there's an awful lot of talk on social media that... that uh, Arsenal are really happy with the point and whatever and whatever. But Arsenal, I think Arsenal players will go away from, went away from Stamford Bridge saying they missed the opportunity to win. Because I thought they, they should have won. won. They should have won that one. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that's for absolutely sure. So yeah, that's pretty much about the top half, uh, Rahul. I mean, the bottom half is also, I mean, it's can, just... Can we, can we already say that Crystal Palace are going to be relegated? It is. I mean, Crystal Palace doesn't seem to find the back of the net. And back of the net, they haven't, they have, they've lost five games in a row. They've, they haven't scored a goal. They haven't and scored And their next three games are a City, City United, United and Chelsea. Chelsea. That's they, they could conceivably lose eight in a row. Yeah, they could actually lose eight in a row. And there's, and there's no, if Crystal Palace do not get a win in the next five games... Royal Hotel also out. They, they, I mean, I think, quite frankly, you can write them off if they lose their next three games. You can write them off. I can't see anybody coming back. Yeah, I mean, after losing eight games... After losing eight games, and, and, I can't see them coming and, back. And honestly, I don't see them winning any of the next three, or even drawing them. You know, See, Roy is... Look, I'm a Liverpool fan and I can't stand Roy Hodgson and most Liverpool fans can't stand Roy Hodgson. And Roy Hodgson is pragmatic manager, but does, is this... After four games in charge, after four games of the season, you really want pragmatism? I mean, I cannot understand the board. I mean, it was almost like saying after four games, we think we're going to be relegated. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to no, get Roy was, in. I can understand, all right, you go for Roy when, you know what, you're somewhere near November or December and you're right at the foot I mean, of the table. The, I can understand. And that's the time when normally, you know, managers do get out. Sure. I mean, when you got out of Chelsea at that time. But to ready, go ready. ahead and sack Frank De Boer. Four matches. Uh, after four matches. And then go and bring in a coach who is quote-unquote pragmatic and bullshit. He's just a really defensively-minded coach. It just basically says that Crystal Palace, after four games, are waving the white flag saying, we think we're going to be relegated. That's the way to run a club. Yeah, well, that's the way it is. And Crystal Palace doesn't seem to be doing any good for themselves. That's all about the English Premier League, Raul. I mean, Barcelona's luck doesn't seem to be changing. I mean, they've spent this shitload of money on a player and he's injured for four months. But they're still winning, but they're still winning games. Um, yeah, I think Messi's on a man on a mission for sure. Yeah, but I think that... Um, they will miss... I mean, they don't have the depth, Raul. It's just... It doesn't seem to be going Barcelona's way this season. And I saw the I saw the game on the weekend that Madrid played, you know, even though it was not the most classy win. But they've got the players. They've got sure. enough people out there. So, you know, I don't know what Barcelona will do. They It just went all over the place, the whole transfer saga. But, sure. you know, spending 100, 100 million on a player and then losing him is not the greatest of luck. Is, is for sure. Yep, so Barcelona fans, I don't think you have too much to look forward to this season. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that, 
you know, Barcelona top of the table. A lot will depend on what Barcelona do in January. I certainly think that they've got the players to sustain them until January. They will buy um, in January for sure. They certainly will buy in January. And But I think Barcelona are now a tainted club. I think they are a club that a lot of teams are going to look at and say, we don't want to do business with Barcelona. And why would that be? Because of the whole... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a lot of... They have rubbed a lot of clubs the wrong, wrong way, way over a long period of time. And I think a lot of clubs are saying, oh, well, you know, want something from us now? I mean, you know... Just pay through your nose. Yeah, pay through it. your nose for it. Okay, so that's about football. Uh, let's move on to cricket. The two things that, you know, cricket happened was the World Eleven playing against Pakistan. And what was the good thing, Rahul, was to see full stadiums in, in, wasn't in, it in Lahore. Wasn't it a joy to see... It was just so many... To see full stadiums back in Pakistan. Yeah, it was lovely. actually... It was lovely to see it the stadiums. Lovely. It was... You know, and there's something about the Asian subcontinental fans. They... Yeah. You know, whether it's Sri Lanka, whether it's India, whether they it's love Pakistan, their, they, love they, their love their they absolutely love their cricket. They love to support their team. They love to come out and watch. And yeah, okay, it was a meaningless sort of 10, 20, 20 over game. But West and, Indies is going now. You know, so. But I think it was... Um, it was needed, I think. It was, it, was an, it was a very, very important exercise for Pakistan. And, you know, I hope very much that it becomes... Uh, you know the, the players the South African players the Australian players go back and tell their boards that you know what we were well looked after everything went off well let's try it one more let's time let's just go back because one thing I will tell you this is a decent Pakistani side and it would be a real shame if their country doesn't get to see them play cricket in Pakistan yeah it was a decent side because they've got good players they racked up the runs and you know their yeah. bowling is pretty no, they're, solid they're a decent side they're a really decent and like side. I said the best thing for me because all the clips that I was able to watch was online yeah. it was just great to see stadiums with flags with the colour with the with, with the music yeah the enthusiasm it, it was just great, great to see yeah. the enthusiasm the, the fans were looking forward to this they had missed cricket absolutely you know and, and that was the best thing about it that the fans the people who really make the sport the sport that it is you know, we're getting a chance to see their heroes back. Sure. Yep. And uh, moving on to India versus Australia, it was almost a scare. And I think it, it also exposed the fact that, you know, against quality bowling, our batting will struggle. Yeah. It's, uh, without it's absolutely. And, you know, and the sheer pace was yeah. the one that disturbed our Indian batting. Australia bowled really well in the in the initial part. The ball was swinging. Cool Denial uh, got the ball to swing out. Good swing bowling gets wickets and they got plenty but then Dhoni and, and Pandya more so he played brilliantly and I think that's Australia's problem isn't it Australia's problem is is that after their first two or three bowlers they don't, they don't have, have the backup they don't have backup and their problem is after their first two or three batters they don't have the backup and I think I think what you know Rahul and I while watching the match and I picked up the phone and I called Rahul and I said this to him and I think we should admit it on air that you know Dhoni is again proving people wrong by saying hey I've got a shitload left in me. It would, you know, look, it would, it look, would look that way, like, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, here is us um, saying, saying that you know, why, 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 are they, why do they keep taking him? They should put him out to pasture and whatever, whatever. He played really well. You know, a lot of people were screaming and shouting when he was sort of uh, 40 off 70 balls or something like that but that's the way Dhoni plays you know he can catch up very very fast and he and did he did catch up, he did catch yeah, up very fast he did catch up very and fast. at that stage of the innings I mean he held it together one yeah, more wicket I mean, he, he, got, he got you to, to the 270 to 80 number that they got I mean that that was down to Dhoni yes Pandya got you out of the mess that you were in but Dhoni got you to 280 there's no yeah, so I think one thing is pretty clear right now that I think till the 2019 World Cup Dhoni's not going anywhere I don't think I mean, unless there's I, I an injury think, or I think that's good that he's made up his mind that'll be a swan. Song. That I think he wants the 2019, you know, World Cup. And 
let's be honest, Raul, he's performing. He yeah, is and, and fair play to him. And, and you know, I think why not? Because he he thinks, and I think that India have a real chance. So. And I think also, Raul, the one thing that people are noticing, and you can see that on the cricket field right now, is that Virat Kohli depends a lot on MS Dhoni. Mm. You know, and the good thing is that they have a great relationship. But you, you know, you would, wouldn't you? I mean, I, quite frankly, I would be horrified if Virat Kohli doesn't turn to Dhoni in you know tough situations, intense situations. I mean, this is a man that has captained India for years. He knows all and his this. understanding of the and game. His understanding is, of the game is, is fantastic. He knows exactly what he's a wicketkeeper. I mean, bottom line is that makes a lot of difference. Sure. The way that India play cricket, spinners, um, especially in a one-day game, how to manage. Uh, where batsmen are hitting the ball, whether they're hitting it behind square or in front of square. A lot of that sight is seen by the wicketkeeper in, in Indian conditions. And so it is very important. I think it's it's really important. I think Dhoni is now proving to be a combination of... He might not be the big finisher anymore. Sure. But he can anchor the innings. Yeah, he's, he's less... The MS Dhoni of old, he's more Michael Bevedish now, you know what I yeah, mean? And, um, but, but there's nobody quicker behind the stumps than absolutely. Dhoni. I mean, look at the man. It's unreal how he does that. And his knowledge will really, really help Virat. So, yeah. I think the nucleus of the team is getting set it's for the good. 2019 World Cup. It's good, it's strong. I think India are real challengers for, for that 2019 World Cup. I think India, quite frankly, will challenge for any competition that they're in because they do have very, very good players. And they have a very, very aggressive captain who does not like failure. Absolutely. So, you know, that I that, think you have to the, hand it to that's God. That's the best thing about him is he just does not accept. He does not accept defeat. He does defeat. not accept defeat and that's great. Yeah. Well, that's all we have this time on Just Sports and uh, we'll be back next week with more football and hopefully a happier uh, Rahul Puri. So. Well, Rahul's very happy. It's his birthday. He's got no reason not to be. No, he's happy. So, okay, let's put it another way. We will have no more opportunity to take his pants off maybe again next week. Yeah, but on that note, happy birthday once again, Mr. Puri. Thank please, you, please have a great day. And I hope your team gives you a birthday gift this weekend. It's been pending for a while. It has. It has been pending it for has. a while. It has. Okay, guys, thank you for listening and thank you for writing to us and you can keep writing in to us. Like we say, if it's a penalty, a goal or a hole-in-one, we'll cover it on Just Sports. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.